Hello and welcome to Live with OT. Um, you know how much we love our stories to be heard and we never forget some things that were so significant in our lives. So here is a podcast that talks about love, talks about God, talks about childhood memories. So stay tuned as I take you back in time. Welcome to Live with OT, yet another episode, but not the original episode. I'm really sorry that it took another month before getting to post something else. Um, this month has been crazy for me. One hell of a week. I'll be one hell of weeks because uh, I didn't just want to post anything out there without being in a good state of mind. My mental health was at stake and I didn't just want to you know put out content just say something and these are topics that are so dear to me and are vital so i didn't just want to wake up one day even in my mood state and state and start talking things and i'll miss out some points and my listeners will not even enjoy it so i just thought to myself what's the rush for my mental health first you know taking care of myself my mind and my body so yes that's what's been going on and i also want to thank you guys like last podcast streams was massive like the love was so massive i was overwhelmed with i I got so many reviews comments people sent me uh, messages people sent me even voice recordings telling me their experiences in friendship and friendship with omar has been amazing and i'm happy that you could share some things that were so passionate with us and our journey as friends and I I remember someone telling me that she wishes she has someone like Omar and I was like I prayed for her like don't worry, you will get it you even get it over time <laughs> you know it's 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 friendship is underrated but it's the most people feel like they can live alone even I as an introvert I know I need friends in my life I need good friends not just friends so what i would say to anyone concerning the last episode would be try to be good try to take good care of yourself try to do some personal development for your own self first this is not selfishness okay try to do great things for yourself just be just work on your own self be that good guy be that great guy be that great girl or boy everyone wants to make us friends you get then the right people will show up they would always show up for you so that's what friendship is it, sh- it shouldn't be one one-sided where one is you know the one one is not putting in much effort it has to be both ways mutual and i would always advise that make sure that you are the right um place in your life to accept people i know that there are vulnerable times there are times where people have our moments a lot of people have moments so but even at that you need to be able to you know have friends that would stick by you be by your side even when during the good and the bad times so yeah so i was so happy to see the turnout the numbers of plays people were streaming were even asking me of when the next podcast would be and i didn't just want to put any content as like because people are just asking for it i wanted something that we could sit talk and then one or two things people can get out from so yeah there was no rush for it and I, like i said my mind wasn't just stable i was mentally stressed out i had a lot of things i was thinking about and then i could not really you know place why i was feeling that way 
point out but i know i wasn't just in the right state of mind and i'm happy that i'm getting better and yes i just turned 23 last uh, it's up to, it's two weeks and some days two weeks and four days or five days i can't remember but yes it's been two weeks and some days and turning 23 has been i wouldn't lie i'm going to be honest like i'm going to be honest with you guys i wasn't happy like i wasn't even looking forward on my like my birthday i wasn't looking forward to it i was i was kind of i zoned out basically i zoned out i didn't even want my parents or my siblings to remind me that my birthday was around the corner i was scared i was anxious i was there was a lot of emotions just going through my my mind i was just i i didn't i don't know i don't know i remember crying one i remember crying the day of my birthday once it turned um, 12 a.m you know the joy i've never like been this pressured or been this sad on my birthdays never i'm the, i am always excited i am always excited for my birthday so on that day i was it was just something else i was like god what is happening i don't know if anyone has ever felt this way before on their birthdays like they don't they're not looking forward to anything they're not looking they're not being excited they're not even excited about the numbers of messages people get i don't know i was just feeling somehow and then i turned off my phone it was on a play mode it was on a play mode i around that 12 and i could i just i was just thinking to myself god I'm, am i being so ungrateful now because this is a new year for me and I'm, the least thing I could do is just be thankful that I am alive. But then, I, it was so hard for me. It was so hard for me to even say a word or say anything. I just stood and I laid my pains out by crying. And I remember I wailed so I I wailed and I, I don't know I don't know. I hope I don't end up crying on this podcast. But then I just thought of okay, let me talk to God. Because he has he has made me like he has given me another year and I shouldn't just worry about certain things. I should just, you know, talk to him first about it then whatever happens because I know I always feel better after the prayers. So I prayed and I slept off. So it's around four o'clock when I woke up again and I felt much better. I was happy that I took the of praying first and letting out my dreams to him because he alone knows so he alone knows how what is doing me or how he's doing me my own body but i'm happy I, I took that decision to pray ah and then i was you know i felt better the next day i was so happy to get the whole um birthday vibes you know go have fun and all of that and the the worst thing happened you know i lost cousin a day before my birthday and I was I was sad I didn't even get to know okay so just like everyone would send me wishes on my birthday prayers and text messages and all of that I got a message from someone a friend who wished me and then said and then later said oh sorry for your loss I was confused and I remember sending him a question mark and a confused emoji like what's up guy so he didn't reply because he just went offline immediately and then I was like well I don't know what he's saying but God please I was scared my heart was racing but there was nothing I could do because I didn't even know who 
was talking about so i just continue with my you know my vibes my birthday vibes and then i was just going through status when i saw a post from someone who wrote there rest in peace Like and right now I'm replaying what happened that day. I I almost threw my phone, but first I was crying. Then before now when I was crying, I didn't even know why I was crying, but now I cried so hard because I knew why I was crying. Like I cried. And then it dawned on me that I'm celebrating life and I just lost a dear relative who lost his so I, I felt so stupid to worry about the things that can be fixed because once you have life there is hope so i was just i felt so stupid that i i could cry over things that i don't have power over it's only god that has power over it so if you let things be done in the right way or if you just let surrender everything to him he will fix it and if you let him give you the peace you need the peace that surpasses human understanding then you don't even have to worry even if these things are fixed or not i felt bad i started crying sammy was one one blessed guy like we were blessed to have him and i had um i have a very bad uh, lifestyle of not reaching out to people Sometimes I think about people, but I don't know what I don't know. The 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 I don't know. I don't know what what it would take for me to pick up my phone or say, okay, Rachel, today you are going out to see this person. You are going out to see this. And I remember last year he said he was in town and he needed to see me. I was like, oh, I think I was going through a lot that period. And the least thing I wanted was to visit someone and then you know. So, but I, I, I said, okay, I'll see you tomorrow or next. And then tomorrow came, never happened. And the other, the next day came, he was already planning on going back. And he was already preparing for law school. So, I wish I did, honestly. I wish I, wish I did. Because now I feel so bad. And once I got the text, once, once, I saw the post. I immediately called my parents. What's up? What am I hearing? Is it true? I really wanted it not to be true. Like I wish they could tell me, oh no, it's not true. Oh, he's alive. Oh, oh, he's home. Then my mom was like, who told you that they hid it from me because they didn't want to ruin my day? But my day was already ruined. And I was just I don't know I was staring at nothing thinking of thinking of how the years he has spent you know struggling trying to get the best for himself I remember when he did um, the diploma stuff and he was really passionate about studying law like he was really passionate no matter what he spent years and he was like I will he went to school twice just to make sure he finishes law and then now just barely two months to go to complete law school and he's gone and i'm not going to see him again that's the sad part oh death where is i think <sighs> i 
I had to be strong. I mean, what gave me comfort was the fact that for so many years now, these guys been fighting to stay, fighting to to live with the rest of us. Can imagine the pains he went through. You know, things he had to he just didn't have to do, like some of the things he doesn't have to eat. You know, things that he just have to avoid just because he wanted to stay with us, just because he wanted to fight for life. The thing that gives me comfort is, is resting. Where there is no pain, there is no sickness, no shame. Oof. So then I I felt guilty. Like I mean, why would I be celebrating my birthday when I lost someone? My friends had to, you know, put me together. Rachel, just put yourself together. It's your day too, you know. You know, you are to celebrate your your life here on earth. So even if you want to mourn the next day, no problem. If after the whole day, this night, you can dwell in pains and cry all you can. And then I was in the middle of, you know, trying to be happy. I felt guilty of even posting. I mean, why am I posting? But then. Even God said there is a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time so just said, okay, this is my birthday. It's not going to be tomorrow. So I have enough time to wail, enough time to mourn. I just had to struggle to be just be fine, just be okay. And and yeah. And I'm sure he's he's resting and because the guy was no 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 no. I can't say much but he was smart, he was intelligent, he was a leader, he was fun to be with, he was loving, his laughs. There were so many things about him. There were so many things about Sam. So that week even increased more. My mental health even grew worse because ha ah, was just each time I just sit and you know think my mind flashes back to him flashes back to the time we've been together flashes back to when he comes to visit flashes back to when he laughs and encourages me sometimes i even go through my chat just to you know i i remember the last chat i sent to him was to tell him to to reply my message of course i know he's not going to he's not he's not going to reply but i wish it was and i wish like a miracle could happen so yeah, I celebrated my birthday. It was it was great. Like I mean, I had good people around who who loves me, or who loves me, or whatever, and they would do anything for me. They made sure I smiled on that day. They made sure. I mean, I got so many messages. I got calls. You know, I got money. My good friend. I got um, I got gifts and surprises. So what I did, I actually went for a yeah a dinner dinner night and I enjoyed my time. And then I got this surprise food tray, which <laughs> which many on IG would say God went. So I follow receive them. <laughs> I receive them well well. So I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy that. A 23 that a 23 chapter that i will never forget so how does it feel to be 23 
I mean, before now, I was like angry with myself that I think basically what really made me feel bad was because of the whole education stuff, you know, the Nigerian system, school system, and all of that. I felt like, but I remember when I was 16, I was like, okay, down, this is my plans, my plans before this, before 21, before 20, you know, 20 at most, I should be. And then school fucked everything up. Sorry, but I think um, there are so much things to be thankful for. And my writing journey has been great. So yeah, that's what made me feel bad that, I don't know, maybe, I guess so. And then, um, during the um, writing pro- um, story, for trying to get myself back together, uh, there are a lot of things that I do that makes me a bit um, okay and back to reality. I most times like read, like currently I'm reading a book, The Last Flight, um, by Julia Clark, and it's one interesting book that I would recommend. It's, I think it's her second book, if I'm correct, and there is so much um, suspense on it, in it, and I enjoyed the book basically i enjoyed the book so i thought to myself that this month i was going to read back to back and i gave myself goals that at least how many books should be done done with this month but the whole mental stress was wasn't just accepting it and i just want to take it step at uh, a time not rushing because i need to you know get myself back you know there was no pressure at all and um Aside reading a lot of books, I started um, the process of um, writing. So basically, my the ideal plan for my writing skill was stories and not quotes. The quotes came from my experiences, the things I, the things I have have seen or heard from other people, and I thought, okay, it's good to share. So basically, those quotes wasn't my initial plan. It was never the initial plan. It was more of stories, and gradually, I I don't know. Gradually, I just drifted from the whole story plan. I, I think the last time I wrote a proper story was like two years ago, last year. Yeah, it was last year. It was last year, and since then, um, I've been much occupied, and I think um, occupied with um, work, trying to financially stable you know do one or thing two things to get the money be okay be fine and all of that so i didn't get the chance to write a complete book or a story that i planned on instead i was um i was going into the quote stuff which i am so happy for because i've been able to you know share my thoughts with just little pieces of writing and i've been able to meet um other writers who also do more of quotes so i'm grateful for that too and my writing journey has been amazing so once i I thought to myself like there are a lot of things to be thankful for i thank god for my writing i if someone told me for the things that i've I've gotten so far if someone told me two years back or three years back that this that this is how my life would be now i i wouldn't i wouldn't agree i wouldn't i wouldn't even agree what what whatever the person would say but it has been a great journey for me I've, it has been a great journey for me 
and I'm happy that the things that makes me feel better are the things that I love to do, which is the reading and the writing. And also, I, I love I love listening to podcasts. I, I love um, listening to music. I make sure I recommend music to someone or share my playlist. And they are they are great songs to listen to. I have the ones that, well, I think for reading, I have songs that take me out of the mood. So I don't, if I'm moody, I don't put myself back into the moody state, like saying I'm moody and then I'm trying to listen to a love song or a sad song that will make me cry and, <laughs> and all of that. So instead I go into the vibes, the ones that will make me dance, dance, hip hop, and other kinds of songs. And for the reading aspect, um, I love to enjoy, uh, I enjoy rather reading more self-motivation books and um, self-help books same thing and um, and um, romance who doesn't love love <laughs> so yes I, I read more of romance and uh, horror if I have to put myself in that mood for horror at that time but not as um, not quite often as romance and self-help books and Christian books too so why am I saying this um, is because I just feel that self-care is not selfishness because people have gotten this wrong if you feel like you are not in the um, right state of mind you, you can't give out to anyone you can't be around people at that time because of how toxic you yourself is I, I, I would really really recommend self-care it's never selfishness unless so long this self-care is not going to take so much time and it's not going to make you not um help someone else you know you're just you just want to always be on your own it shouldn't be for so long self-care shouldn't be for so long it should be a period where you like a recess period where you just take a break assess yourself try to get back yourself because I, I oftentimes say self-care is not selfishness because if you don't look out for yourself, if you are not good for your own self, how will you give it out? It's what's inside that we bring out, right? So yes, self-care should be our number one priority. It's not selfishness. So long, it's not. It's, it has, you are not doing the self-care over time. Like it, it has to be a part of you, and then you sideline someone, your partner, sideline your friends, and stuff like that, or it becomes a problem to someone else. That's when called selfishness and um for someone like me i think i'm really trying to work on my introvert nature because for some other for some people who are extrovert once they get into things like this they have things that get that snap them back like they go back to their normal selves but for me normal selves but for me i tend to the way i am it prolongs so i need to relax i need i need not to rush things or basically the things that i do that makes me feel good that i'm in my happy state is reading writing and listening to songs so for some people we're like i am even more in the depressed state you get so i'm trying to do more of outdoor events that could really really help me start back up uh, out of any mood state that i am in doing like more of hanging out being with friends and all of that because life is short just like the way I lost my cousin, I didn't get the chance to. So I just want to do things that are fun that wouldn't be, you know, it's my 20s and I have to enjoy it. I have to relieve. It's, 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 it's 
Prince's face is always, I don't know, his youthful stage and his and he's one of the best states, like stage rather. It's a time where we feel or I think I think I really understand where how or why I've been feeling that way that I did during this time. Maybe it's because of how much um pressure I maybe I feel like getting to a new age and I don't know, looking back and I feel like I, I I felt like I was stuck. I do I still feel like I am stuck because I want to. I feel like I'm. I should move forward. I should not move. You know, I it's just it's just I'm at that phase, and I I know it's just it's a slow process which I don't need to rush or pressure my own self. And if you have good friends around you, it really really helps. And I have an opportunity to have people like that, people like Stomto, people like Jay, people like Akrasi like blessing people a lot of people have tried to talk henry i can't even name them they've tried to talk me out you know make me make sure that i feel good and i i love people that make sure that they place god at the center because you might you might talk to someone the holy spirit that actually brings us out of stuff like this so if you have good friends that would that would uh, maybe they have things laying in their hearts about and tell you oh you're not you're, uh, supposed to pray especially some to an Omar they really always tell me oh you need to pray about it there is no single issue I have and they wouldn't ask me to go to God in prayer talk to it about it talk to God about it I think I remember a particular day I had um I had a, an eye twitch just below my just at, around my eyelids and it was so bad that I couldn't stare into I couldn't stare into like anything like I would have to blink my eyes oftentimes or I have to rub them rub them just to feel comfortable and then I before I didn't really because it started like a joke or it was like a month I was like okay maybe it's that stuff they used to say it's twitching um, on your left eye then that means it's bad thing it's twitching on your right eye so at this point it was twitching on my right eye for a long time that like, what I'm saying is like seven or eight months even a year and I was like, what is going on with me? I was already scared. <laughs> and then I was already browsing. <laughs> I started browsing why I was feeling that way. I was browsing why, what is happening? What is happening? And then I read it was something myopic, whatever, whatever. I said, God damn it. I cannot be having something like this while I already have an eye problem. This one cannot join. So, so it was becoming a problem that I had to video myself to make sure I know where this is really coming from, where the switch was coming from. So um, I immediately sent the video I made to my friends from too, and the guy was like, "Okay, I think he just pray to God about it." <laughs> it felt like a joke. I was like in my mind, I was like, "This guy has come again. <laughs> this guy has come again, no." And for eye twitching, well, I I sat back and thought about what he said. Like, well, there's honestly, even as much as saying, "God, my hand, they pay me," well, let me build. And of course, you can talk to God about anything. So I said, okay, I, I just prayed. So it's just a simple prayer for me. I prayed to God, I'm like, God, whatever is in me, you should just stop because it's getting too much. Like, it, it was, it started like a joke, like I said. It was just small, just, you know, before, like, two, three minutes. But this one is going to be a whole day. I'm having, I'm having an um, eye twitch. My eyes, my eyelid will be twitching. So I prayed to God about it. And before you know, after two weeks, it stopped. And I have not had it again, like, right now. So... Why I'm saying this is because there are a lot of friends that would any little thing they'll tell you go to God in prayer, 
put to God in prayer, any single thing, even okay. Just recently, I'm trying to get on something, I applied for something, and I'm hoping that it comes through. It comes through, I'm really, really hoping. And then I spoke to him about it, and he was already telling me, you know, great friends are like if you have this kind of friends that always remind you who your source is, you know, remind you what you need to do, then you're then I don't think you have the, the most wonderful friend ever. And yeah, so I have this thing of being anxious over almost everything. So once you have friends that remind you what to do when you're anxious, what to, what to do next, the right things, it pulls me out of the such mood and state. And also, um, this podcast wasn't the original podcast, like I said. It was more, um, I think I posted on my social platforms that podcast would be more of, um, more of, um, uh, accent topic that I spoke spoke about, and it's it's really an important topic because because where I'm from, there has been so much spread of um, stereotype where you know the Aquaibomites and the Calabar people love sex. That's one of the perceptions they have about us, or um, they say that our accent. I'm like, okay, I know I know that everyone have accents you know the Igbos have the thick accent when once they talk you will just know that this are the this is an Igbo guy and we really don't complain about it. in fact we even enjoy listening to them and we make jokes and fun about about it and then you go to the Yorubas where they have the hate factors and we are all cool with it but the the, the pressing one is always when once an Akwaibom woman or once an Akwaibom man or Kalaba man or woman speaks it has somehow brought um, low self-esteem to many persons. I know of people who I grew up with and um, in school, actually, in the hostel, where they could not say much because they have once been embarrassed or once been, you know, shamed because of their accents, this thing. And I'm like, guy, you serve the way they talk, serve you follow get. So let these people be, you know, let these be the, the stereotype is just too much and it has let people you know go back to their shell not wanting to come out because they're going to laugh at them you know there's some people that even tell me i have i have my own accent god i have it and i wear it proudly to my chest like i own it i own it because where else will i be from that you wouldn't want to identify me i mean i'm from a quiet bomb so even and so what i have the accent and so what i i pronounce west as west if you want to understand you ask me I'll tell you, oh, the one on my body, the, the part of my body. And, and then you'll be like, oh, oh, you laugh about it. But making people feel low of themselves is what I really don't like. And so I thought accents should be a topic of our next podcast with a friend, of course, as a guest, because I'm sure she has her own, her own experiences. And then um, and looking back at the Big Brother Ninja housemate, um, what's his name? The guy from Akwaibom. He said he's even ashamed to even put his name up and I'm like, are you kidding me? So it's 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 a sensitive topic to talk on and I really can't wait to talk about it. And if you're listening to this podcast, I would want you to share links, share comments, make send me feedbacks of what or questions of whatever or you know, comment on anything and let us know so that in our next podcast I will be able to answer them and you know, trash out anything that you want us to talk about so yes ah i think i've said so much <laughs> i think i've said so much but yes um 
mental issue is a, a real thing and people don't need to like i said you have you need great friends not the ones that i i don't think i i don't i don't like when um maybe someone is in a depressed mood and there's some people that really do this thing like someone is in a depressed mood now and they come to you and you maybe you go to them and like guy i don't know how i'm feeling i don't know I, maybe they just start expressing their feelings and someone's like ah why they feel that way where you're not start naming the things you have i'm not against you naming those things but those are not your go your your, your go-to actions when you're trying to pull people out of their depressed mood it's not a go-to action you, you can make that the end of your you guys conversations but what you have to be like oh guy calm down everything will be fine you know you can use the scriptures to you know chain him up and stuff like that then at the end you come like but guy you said you said you see now see waiting or for you to go go direct and attack them it's not nice because i've seen people in their depressed mode and they have money but then it shows that depression is not really it's just nigeria that has really made it seem like once you are depressed then it's money and honestly somehow it's true because yes it's true it's true but you can't tell me that all of it you can't tell me that yes that all um everybody who is depressed are looking for money so you have to know the right approach to let people out or get people out of their depressed mood so yes i promise you that next podcast i will deal and we'll talk about this and then if, if there's if there's anything you've learned from this podcast i know i've not said much i've not really um touched a lot of things about mental health which i will do maybe some other time in our next 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 episode but if there's anything you should take from this podcast is number one self-care isn't selfishness so you should take your time be good to yourself you know find what makes what makes you happy be happy for yourself try things do new things like for me i'm going to try new things i'm going to really try new things this time it's my 20s and i just feel like this is the period i need to do a lot more for myself because once I'm out of this stage, I'm thinking of, you know, maybe I'll get to the point. I'm not saying that once you marry and have kids, you won't have the time, but the time will not be as much as you would have had during your 20s. You get what I mean? So I would really want to take my 20s very seriously and enjoy every moment of it and not be not be overwhelmed with fears or with things that things of the past or whatever I want to get in future or scared of the future or Maybe the problems i don't know but i don't just want anything to overwhelm me anymore and i just want to always be grateful to god because if you are grateful to him he will do more as usual so looking back at my progress so far there are a lot of things i should be thankful for so i wouldn't want my fears or my problems to overshadow me and not make me see the good things that has done so yes anything that you want to take out from this podcast should be self-care work on your own self work on your own self be good to yourself because if you're not good to yourself how would you how would you want to let someone receive you receive the good things like you know lighten up the place lighten if you are i i i i take so much courage from people who like i, I don't know i'm always happy for people who go through deep shit and then and then they are still smiling like god those people have gods they have I don't know there's so much courage from them and i wish i'm like that but i can't i am i can't pretend when i'm in my bad state so i now don't want to let this bad moment overwhelm me or whatever so i want to enjoy my 20s enjoy my life and yeah 
I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm alive. So I look forward. If there is life, there is hope. So I look forward to so many things. I mean, I didn't know that I would get here. I didn't know I was even going to be a writer. I didn't know I was going to write things. I didn't even know I was going to write contracts. I didn't even know I was going to do a lot of things. So I'm happy for where I am. I am, and I. I'm confident with where God is taking me to. So this is just to encourage someone. And aside that, if you, I just feel like this should be a little bit of compromise. If you don't like, like me, I don't like going out. Like I said, introvert, I stay indoors often. I don't have the energy to start looking for clothes to wear to go out or even to let more of visiting or whatever. So I have put it to me that, to myself that I am going out more. I am doing a lot of things. I am trying new things. So do a little bit of compromise. It's not going to hurt anybody. You never can tell you might start enjoying it and liking the new the new you and all of that so yes time is short visit that person make peace with people be happy tell them you love them you know just do things that life is short like i said so be happy self-care first on you shouldn't be um the one that would have to um scare people away or make them no one to come to you because of how much um, boundary or wall you have put up on yourself or whatever so yeah I think I've said so much but then again thank you so much and if you are new to my podcast thank you so much for coming around to listen to this and if you want to um, you can just get back to our my old um, episodes and listen to them I've, I think I've talked on friendship anxiety and, and a lot more like I said this podcast wasn't my initial plan but I just felt like let me just talk about my vulnerable parts. Let me just talk about it publicly. Let, not like publicly, but yeah, I don't care. It's an anxiety that I've been having. So talking about it, it makes me I'm happy about it. Yeah, I'm happy about it. And even an old subscriber, thank you so much for sticking. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for streaming. Thank you so much for the reviews. Thank you so much for the comments. I promise I will try my best, my possible best to make sure that this podcast continues. And... Who knows i might even put it up on youtube and we'll now have live videos like a video of us so yeah Woo. how many minutes have i gone 37 minutes oh my god i'm already tired <laughs> i'm already tired but yeah thank you so much guys for listening peace out and yeah catch you up in our next episode where we'll talk about the accents i made mention of earlier so yeah bye